So Preston, we are back to talk about the latest episode of The Mandalorian, Episode 5, uh, Gunslinger. And mm. uh, off the bat, we start out with a nice dogfight or the Mando being pursued by another bounty hunter. And I gotta say, the one thing I noticed is that this guy shoots the Mandalorian ships like a thousand times, doesn't kill him, <laughs> but the Mandalorian shoots him once. You could argue that his blast, his laser fire is like toned down a little just to disable the ship, but... Um, no, cool. The, the, we had a nice little dogfight at the beginning of the episode, and I thought everything was going to be awesome and epic, and then we just go downhill from here. Whoa. Oh, okay. Um, I, I don't know. The, um, I, well, I, my feelings on this episode are all mixed. Uh, I feel like they were, they were throwing, they were throwing all of these familiar things around where, where the whole episode, you're, you're just sitting there wondering, is Boba Fett going to be in it? Is Boba Fett going to come? Right. Is Boba Fett going to come? And then almost to tease us, almost just to like make us angry, you know, it's like, no. We're going to get as close as possible to Boba Fett without Boba Fett being in the episode. But yeah, the dogfight in the beginning, I don't know. I could take it or leave it. it, it I, all the, the only thing was I, I just kept going, oh, it's like all of the targeting from, from A New Hope. You know, mm-hmm. you know, that's, you know, it's one of those, we're going to make, we're going to make every, you know, throw, throw you things that you recognize kind of stuff. And but, here's yeah. the thing though, before we get, before we get into it, like yeah. the, the, the opening dog fight, something felt off about it to me, but that's because I think they, u- they didn't use, I don't think they use CGI for the, for the ship to ship combat. I think they, they used the actual model and then just did mm. everything else in editing and processing. Like it looked a little weird. It looked a little wonky and chunky, but I, I, it, it's fine. I didn't have a problem with it too much, but that was the only original thing in the episode. So of course the Mandalorian ship gets destroyed, uh, not destroyed, but disabled or severely damaged. So he has to land in the nearest planet, which just happens to be Tatooine. Right. And then he Wait. lands down and Amy Sedaris's character comes in and she offers to uh, repair it, but he won't let the pit droids um, repair the ship. You now, know. now, what do you what did you think of Amy Sedaris's character? Best character in in this episode. I mean, I cared about her character <laughs> way more than I did the other characters, but. Amy Amy Sedaris, uh, for those that don't know, is is a comedian who uh, she does a lot of work with Stephen Colbert or did back in the day. I think they were in the same improv troupe and stuff. And they uh, she had a show called Strangers with Candy on. Wasn't it also a movie? Central. I swear, it was also a movie. It was. It was a movie as well. It was. It was a. It was a show and then a movie called Strangers with Candy, which starred Stephen Colbert and and this other guy who I I can't remember the name of. Mm-hmm. Um, and she then went on to, I think her probably her most famous role is from the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. She's um, kind of this this pathetic, manic uh, older woman who who is just nuts. Um, and that, that that's kind of the character. The char- she has a lot of different characters, but that's the kind of her, her go-to. Mm-hmm. The, I'm incredibly worried uh, kind of character, and she's she's you know she's more experience in, in stage, so she's kind of goes overboard with everything, and that's kind of her humor. But uh, here she toned it back quite a bit, and it's still, though, it's still pretty loud. It's still Amy Sedaris, but it's so toned back compared to, like, some of her characters. But, Which is good. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I was expecting her, like, when she showed up, I was like, oh, no, is this going to fit? And it, it was fine. I, th- I thought she did fine. Mm-hmm. 
So he lands <laughs> at a, at a Moss Eisley uh, repair dock, and he, in order to fix his ship, he has to go seek work. So he goes to a local cantina. Now I don't know if this is the cantina that Han Solo and Luke met in, or just any random cantina, because Moss Eisley but it looks exactly the same. <laughs> bro, really? Because I don't think it is, it is the same. It looks it, but I don't think it is the same because. Well, what the droid? Right, the, the droid, droid there. Maybe maybe the guy died and like as kind of like a haha, the droid inherits it. But I want to think that Moss Eisley has more than one cantina. Uh, yeah, but but it does. I mean, you're you're obviously supposed to think of the of the Moss Eisley cantina mm-hmm. from the, from the original Star Wars. Um, just I mean, just in the sense that the 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 gunslinger is sitting in. Han Solo's seat, and it looks exactly like Han Solo's seat, and the bar looks exactly the same. Right. Though instead of a bartender, they've given what a, a ninety-nine unit. Um, what's what's the name? What's the name of that droid? I have no idea. I wasn't even paying attention to what the fucking. It's all into his oh, droid. Oh, it? it's the same droid that talks. So when they're uh, Jabba had one, um, but he, uh, when he, when there was like a, I think it's IG ninety-nine. Um, maybe, or maybe I'm, it's something, it's something 99, I don't know, but whatever the case, it's one of those, uh, one of those units. Um, well, here's the thing, the roles are reversed now, uh, in A New Hope, it was Han Solo sitting there, and he was the guy who was, you know, experienced, and Luke was coming in as a fresh-faced kid, the roles are reversed, this guy is sitting there as a fresh-faced kid, the Mando is the experienced mm-hmm. guy, so he comes in, and, you know, the, uh, his name is Toru, fucking forgot, um, Toru Calican. And Toral Calican is a new guy, he wants to join the guild, but in order to join the guild, he needs to complete a job first, which I like. I like, you know, that they're adding, you know, certain elements to the guild that we didn't know before. Not any, you know, douche can come off the street and and join the guild. You kind of have to prove yourself first. And you don't have to prove yourself doing something crazy, just a normal, you know, bounty would suffice. And they join together. Now, this is where it starts to uh, get a little, hmm... So they get on the speeder bikes. <laughs> they get on the speeder bikes, which I like that nice touch. The you know the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I, it's fine. I, I remember um, Shadows of the Empire video game where you know they're on. They're also on Moss Eisley with the speeder bikes and then all that stuff. Oh, by by the way, this is a question I have. I always mm. I always think this is funny in when when you see like military guys and like police going in. Does the whole world think that a fist raised up means stop? I don't. You know what I'm saying? I don't think so. Because because so the Mando does it twice. He like raises his fist, and the other guy kind of knows to like immediately stop. And you, they always show it in these in these like uh, when when like a, a group of police are raiding a building. They like they're like coming in, and then they hold up a fist, you know, and and everyone like knows to stop and or something like. When when is that taught to people? I don't know if like the movies are just making that up, like. Is that really a signal? That I have no a idea. Fist raised in the air is, I... is to stop. <laughs> I... But whatever the case, it, it, it seems to be in the Star Wars universe as well that a fist, a fist in the air, means to stop. I love you, man. Mm. You always notice this crap. I never. I, <laughs> I love you, man. Oh, I it's just you. one. It's just one of those things that, like, <laughs> you know, they like point at their eyes and then they they like do some like movement with their hands and the other person knows like oh go around back of course <laughs> i like 
So they're scouting out the area, and they notice uh, Tusken Raiders. And, and mm. instead of the Tusken Raiders doing that thing they did to Luke in, in New Hope, Tusken Raiders, they just turn around. Oh, they're there. Give, then, uh, give them your binoculars so we can get free pass, uh, safe passage. Oh, okay. It's just that easy. I like that. It's just that easy. We don't need a pointless fight with the Tusken Raiders. So they go. But it's also well, it's, it, it's very interesting to, to reinterpret the Tusken Raiders because in A New Hope... Tusken Raiders are just, you know, these savages out in the desert. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then I would say that by the time Attack of the Clones came around, there's kind of recognition that no Tusken Raiders are, are you know, uh, I don't know if human beings. I'm not sure what's under those masks, but they're, they're uh, to be sympathized with, you know. And as Anakin slaughters all of these Tusken Raiders, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, my gosh, he killed all of the children and stuff, like, you're supposed to think that's a bad thing. And here's like the first time where you're like, actually, maybe, you know, <laughs> Tusken Raiders think they're the locals. And you're like, oh, geez, like maybe this was their planet. And mm. everyone's just been going to Tatooine. Yeah. Moisture farming or whatever they're doing. <laughs> I don't know. So they get safe passage and uh, they see a bounty hunter who tried going after um, the assassin, Fennec Shand. That's the, the, the mark they're mm. going after. And she took out Ming-Na, the Ming Ming Na's character, right? And she and she took out this guy and kind of set a trap for them. Now, luckily, Armando has the Beskar armor because at a shot that far away, he's not gonna get fucked up. Now, apparently, Beskar armor is good. <clears throat> Excuse me, Beskar armor is good. It can deflect blaster bolts, and depending on the type of gun, can deflect them fairly nicely. But it's not indestructible. I like that as well. Mm. Um, and they devise a plan to get her despite the fact that she has the high ground. Now, I could hear the memes a mile away with the high ground. Have you heard about the high ground memes? Yeah, yes, of course. Of course. So they get the, the jump on her, and she takes out one of their speeder bikes before she's captured. Now, I like how the Mando goes, hey, I saw some dewbacks a while ago. You're going to have to go and grab them. The guy's like, uh, no. How do I know you're just not going to leave me here? Oh, is that is that it? She took one of because when I so... My wife comes in near the end when I'm watching, and she's like, "Can you explain what's what happened?" And I said, "Well, they grab, you know." And I get to the point where I'm like, they, "They ride two speeder bikes out to get her, and then they realize that they need, they can't carry her, so they need to go get a do back." And she's like, "Wait, but they only brought two speeder bikes to begin with. Wasn't this going to be a problem?" And I was like, "Oh, no, no, she Wait, did she, she really destroy one of their their speeder bikes?" Yes, I believe she uh, she uh, destroys one of their speeder bikes while they're trying to like get the jump on her. But didn't they go by foot? No, they had to. Um, <clears throat> they had to. They drive towards her, and they use that flash thing to, uh, you know, stop her from from slanting them out. And uh, he fucks up, and he uh, like <laughs> he doesn't send the flash towards her, but like to the side. And because of that, mm. she shoots the Mando's a speeder bike. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But he's still able to make it up there and, and take and uh, right. stop her. Right, and okay. so they have... I guess that makes sense. So a spe- if a speeder bike can carry two, then it makes more sense that they they, were, they seemed fine bringing, bringing only two speeder bikes out to capture a person. Well, yeah, of course the speeder, of course bike, the speeder really bike can take two. Remember in uh, Return of the Jedi, Luke and Leia, when they were after uh, that scout trooper fair, guy? Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm assuming two I is mean, the max occupancy. I mean, I, it's so funny because uh, you travel to other countries and you'll see somebody with like a scooter, like a little moped, 
mm-hmm. and they'll they'll have the entire family on. It'll be like seven people, <laughs> and you're just like, how? And so really, it's like, come on, you couldn't put three people on a speeder. If a speeder bike kicks two, you couldn't pop three on. <laughs> I mean, so because I've seen. I don't know. <laughs> so, so I'm surprised the Mando didn't just shoot this fucking kid and just go because yeah, like the the guy's like uh, he Mando tells the guy <clears throat> uh, go grab a do back and he goes no you go do it and he's like okay whatever so Mando goes and grabs the do and while he's gone I I'm just surprised he didn't shoot the kid like like you're you're new here you're like I know I whatever know. but I will I will say that once he's gone was the most intriguing part of the entire episode for me. Because mm. it's such a trope. It's such a trope that, like, the per- the person is going to manipulate, the, you know, the, the stupid mm-hmm. one to, into, mm-hmm. into uh, you know, unlocking her, her handcuffs, and then she's just going to kill him. And you're just like, oh, God, this is going to come. And so when she, like, manipulates him and he's like, okay, cool, and then kills her, I was like, oh, man, that's that was... Thank you for for doing nice out. something. Yeah, it was a good fake mm-hmm. out. <laughs> so, Fennec Shan apparently was an assassin for a lot of Imperials, and uh, he takes her out. And I don't understand why. Why well, I, I understand? I understand why it's Star Wars Disney instead of taking her head uh, to prove that you know she is dead. They, um, I guess, there was only. I mean, different bounties have like. Dead price, alive price, but I guess he really thought that like there was just no dead price for her, which seems un, un, unusual. Mm-hmm. That that because they did say she's no use to us unless she's alive. Right, that's right. Okay. I forgot about that. He makes that Boba Fett line. He's no good to us, dead. Um, yeah. So he goes back and he tries to take the baby, uh, your baby Yoda hostage. The Mando comes in, takes him out, takes his little pouch of gold, which once again, the Mando could have killed two birds with one stone by killing this kid, taking his little, you know, pouch of gold or, or credits or whatever, yeah. and then bringing Fennec Shand in as well. Like, he literally could have done this both, but then, you know, he doesn't do that. So he ends up killing the kid anyways, and gives uh, Amy Sedaris' character the money, has his, fi- his ship fixed, and then flies off. Off the bat, I would say I would give this episode a 6, which for me, a 5 is below average, 6 is average, 7 is above average. I'll give it, I'll give it an average because we've already seen this episode before. It's episode 2, part 2. His ship gets damaged. Um, yeah. He's on a, he's, his ship gets damaged. He's on a desert planet. His ship needs fixing. He has to do a side quest where he goes up against a powerful foe. And at the end of the day, he meets a new character that helps him get his uh, ship fixed. That's episode two yeah. right there. Part two. Yeah, I mean, it's just... But that's the weekly challenge, right? Is The weekly challenge is somebody tries to get Yoda, and then he has to do a, he does some sort of side quest that's the distraction, then somebody tries to get baby Yoda, and then he has to kill him, and then he has to move on to a new planet, right? To the fucking YouTuber on, on Twitter, I forgot your name, but you did some really good Mortal Kombat videos on the history of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> this fucking guy goes, yo man, th- this is not a video game. A video game is something you play. This is clearly a show. No, bro, this is a video game. This is a video game <laughs> plot right here. And the guy who directed this episode is Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni is the guy mm. who did Clone Wars and Rebels. In Clone Wars and Rebels, we have like the character slash problem of the day. And then you move on after the episode. Oh, by the way, in the comments, a lot of people are are are, are 
calling both of us. They said that, oh, it's very clear Preston and Carmine haven't seen Star Wars. Yes, they have. I, uh, I've and that's what I'm what? saying. Like, I have not. You can call me out. I've never seen Rebels. <laughs> I've never seen Clone Wars. I've never seen any of the cartoon stuff. But Carmine, I will say, has seen fucking everything <laughs> under the sun. That yes, Star I have. And he's played, he's played nearly all of the videos. I just too. finished Fallen Order on Jedi Grandmaster difficulty, <laughs> mind you. Took me a long fucking time to kill those Night Sisters and those fucking Inquisitors. But no, yes, I have. And Dave Filoni does this all the time. Where, and this is one of the reasons why I refuse to watch like any CW show or any like those shows because the fillers, right? They'll have yeah. they'll have a story, they'll have a five hour story and try to fit it into like a twenty one hour episode format and, and there's just so much filler and this was a filler. This was there was you could skip this episode and still not miss anything whatsoever. True? Well uh, true. I mean so far there's only been two episodes that have really been um fillery? Useful, right? And not filler, right? The first episode, which kind of establishes that he finds Baby Yoda, and then he has when he when he gives up Baby Yoda and re-rescues Baby Yoda and alienates the guild, mm-hmm. and that's that's it. There's been two episodes that you really have need to, needed to see. Everything so far has been everything else is is side quests. Yeah, it really is. It really this is a video game, and once again, Dave Filoni doing this episode makes sense because. He does shows where you have to have a certain number of episodes where nothing happens and doesn't move the plot along. And this is exactly that. Yeah. It's just episode two, now, part two. Yeah. And I, so I understand like a lot of shows. So there's, there's arc storytelling and then there's episodic storytelling. Mm-hmm. And the advantage of episodic storytelling is that you can enter at any time, watch an episode and enjoy it, and you don't need to know like all the previous backstory and everything. Right. It's pretty easy to figure out. Um, like Law and Order. You can just pick up any episode of Law and Order. It'll be entertaining and you can finish and you never have to, you can, you know, there's no, there's no arc to Law and Order or, you know, a very, very minimal arc mm-hmm. uh, to, to these characters. Um, you, you know, it's just episodic. But that means you can, you know, you can come in in the middle of season 15, episode 10 and be fine. And then there's arc storytelling where if you don't if you haven't seen everything then then you're done like there's no way in. Um, and then there's there's ones that try to mix it up. They do some episodic stuff in case they've they've got a new watcher, and they do. Uh, but then they have an arc to try to to try to get you know because people people become obsessed. Like the other thing about arc storytelling is you need you feel like you need to watch the next one. So you watch an episode of Law and Order, you don't feel like you've ever need to see another episode of Law and Order. There's no, like, burning desire. Like, what happens next? Mm-hmm. Like, who cares? Um, it's going to be a completely different story. So, you know, they try to mix that up, but I feel like with Mandalorian, you've, like, people have signed up for Disney Plus specifically to see Mandalorian. Right. Like, they've seen the previous episodes. You don't need to make it episodic. It should all be arc. Like no it one. It should all be arc because there's eight watching. episodes. It's not like Supernatural where there's like right. 24 episodes and you know only a couple episodes move the story. That's why I won't watch Supernatural. I know that sounds like blasphemy right. to a lot of people, but I don't want to sit here and watch additionally, filler. It's, additionally, it's on a streaming service where where you can where you can uh, p- uh, binge it. 
Like with Supernatural, maybe you just, I don't know what day of the week Supernatural airs, but let's say it was, it's Monday nights and like, oh, last Monday night I was busy. I couldn't see the last episode of Supernatural. Mm -hmm. Well, at least, you know, I, I, can, I can see this one and, and catch up. Um, and that's the, the funny thing is that each one of these Mandalorian episodes begins with a last time on Mandalorian. Nothing happened last time. <laughs> like, you don't Whoa. need to sum it up. That reminds me. Also, we've seen the last episode. Exactly. Not to mention, <laughs> dude, there, this is exactly what Game of Thrones does. Like, Game of Thrones, of course, we have to talk about Thrones every now and then. Every fucking podcast is not about Thrones. Um, I, this was a fight between me and a lot of my subscribers. Carmine, what are you talking about? On the HBO website, it says the episode of Game of Thrones is 58 minutes. No, motherfucker. You don't... Stop counting, because they're counting the intro the last time on Game of Thrones. The ending credits and the behind-the-scenes shit. Right. You take that out, it's probably like just 10 minutes. Like, stop. Stop saying yeah. that. This episode of The Mandalorian... Let me check real quick. I have it right here. Right? This episode... The episode ends. The credits are really long. You notice that? Yeah, yeah. They always do the montage with all the pictures. So the episode ends at 30 sec 30, 30 seconds, 30 minutes and 21 seconds, right? But it doesn't start. It doesn't start until uh, like a minute and 12 seconds in. So. Yeah. And and the whole thing, according to this, is 35 minutes. No, it's not, actually. It's actually, like, what, 29 minutes, maybe. Like, this is the shortest episode yeah. we've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, I mean, plus, there, there, was some, there was some filler. Like, I did think that they were driving over sand dunes for quite a long time. That's fine. Like, huh. That's completely fine. Yeah. But here's the thing. In order for me to kind of, like, because I didn't care about that Toru guy, the, the, the fresh-faced kid. I didn't care about him. Yeah. I might have cared about him if we had, if these episodes were actually an hour and set things up. Like, when it comes to Star mm. Wars, unless it's an actual cartoon, because I remember loving the original The Clone Wars from 2003, those were, Preston, those are five minutes long. Yeah, yeah, no, I've seen some mm -hmm. of those. Yeah. Those were awesome. In order for me to, to really feel that this is Star Wars in a galaxy far, far away, I have to be in the, in the, I have to be in this whole thing for more than 35 minutes, man. Like, I mean, I, I kind of feel had, say they, say it took, um, see, they, they could have lengthened the episode and had, you know, say, uh, it takes a couple more days to get out to find the right. runner. And he has to, like, spend the night. And you get to listen to this this boy's backstory of why he wants to become a bounty hunter and, like, what drives him. And mm. then when you get to the point where Mandalorian has to kill him, it's more painful and meaningful because he, he got to know this kid and then had to kill him. Or he, he got to know him, and so the betrayal seems a little more stinging. You know, so right now it's like, oh, a stranger betrayed him and he killed a stranger. Well, you know. Who cares? Yeah. They could have they could have just added a couple more scenes where, you know, he chatted with the kid about who he was and everything, right? Exactly. Because isn't, isn't the story supposed to be like, I mean, I mean, what else is there in this except to get to know this kid, mm. right? I mean, he's the gunslinger, right? Aren't we supposed to know who this this kid is and his backstory. Well, is he and, the gunslinger um, or is the Mando the gunslinger? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure both. Mm. 
this is the shortest episode I think we've gotten, and you're right. Only, the only episodes that were super important were episodes one and three. I would argue four, because I have seen in the trailer that we do see Cara Dune, the, that woman. We see her again later on, and she has a heavier weapon. Okay. So maybe episode four was important, but at the same time, like... I will say to, to the show's benefit, it's not bad. It, even this episode wasn't bad, and it would, but it wasn't good. I'm still waiting for that one-two knockout punch, and it hasn't given it to me. Yeah. And oh yeah. I I I. I, I mean, maybe I'm spoiled just because like 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 there's so much there's so much good TV and and you know you, I don't know like you want to be wowed. Yes. Like I, I I like I read I read I read uh, that I should watch Russian Doll, and so I watched Russian Doll, Ooh. and I was like, wow. Like I, I like, recommended that a it was lot. So good. Oh, it's fucking, it's fucking great. Mm-hmm. It's fucking, I was just like, oh, this is, like, you just finish it, and you're like, that's fucking, like, I couldn't, I couldn't, I had to binge it, because it was so mm. good. I, like, watched six episodes in a row, and then the next morning, I watched the last two. I was like, oh, my God. It was great. Fucking well, great. And, and people have been saying, like, well, Carmine, how can you, you know, and, like, Watchmen. First of all, let me make, make it very clear, right? Here's the difference between Mandalorian and Watchmen, right, right now, for me. As soon as an episode of Watchmen comes out, I have to watch it right then and there. As soon as an episode of Mandalorian yeah. comes out, man, I can, I don't, I'm not in a rush. I'm not in a rush to go see it. I, it whatever. I, I can watch it tomorrow, the next day. Probably won't be missing shit. Because if you've noticed, I've been keeping track of this. On Twitter, um, the first couple episodes of Mandalorian, the Mandalorian has been trending a, a large amount on Twitter. Lately, it has not. In fact, yeah, I'm on Twitter yeah. right now. Ted Cruz has 16,000 tweets. He probably had some dumb bullshit. Um... Mando and Baby Yoda have po- posted posted poorly uh, on his on <laughs> Mando and Baby Yoda have barely gone past like ten thousand uh, tweets on trend on trending. Mm. So people, I it annoys me the most that when these Star Wars YouTubers have been giving it a ten out of ten, you guys have your fanboy goggles on. Take those the fuck off because we know how this works. Yeah. The first couple of hours, the first couple of days, bro, it was the best thing since sliced bread, and then after a while. On second thought, mm. like, come on, guys. Like, how are you giving this a 10 out of 10? It's not bad, but it's not the most amazing thing. And the nostalgia porn, they've been holding back on it. Oh, my God. This episode was all about just, like, Beggar's Canyon. Oh, we're going to go to the dunes. Oh, like, everything. Everything I, in this I, I'll episode. give them this and then, episode. Should we talk about the elephant? The fucking elephant in the room, like, when watching the episode? Like, you're, the elephant in the room is like... Is, are they going to show Boba right. Fett? Is this going to be about Boba Fett? Well, and at the very end, that person randomly walks up to Shan's dead body, and we don't see who they are. And here the thing is, here the thing is, is like you're supposed to wonder: Is it Boba Fett? It's clearly going to be like the guy from Breaking Bad, or right? Something. Like I don't think it's Boba Fett, but you're supposed to think maybe that's Boba Fett. Like they, he goes to like someone in Mandalorian armor goes to Tatooine. They talk about the huts. They. <laughs> They go out to the sand dunes, like, and then at the end of the episode, some boots are seen, somebody wearing a cape and boots, like, comes out, and you're like, am I not supposed to be thinking about Boba Fett? Because I'm clearly supposed to be thinking about Boba Mm -hmm. Fett, like, but it's not Boba Fett, and... So they just are they just fucking with me? Like what are they doing? I love your idea of them. He has to go into the Sarlacc pit and like do a mission and kill a guy who's not dying fast enough because of course he's and he yeah. sees the armor and oh the no one's in the armor. like that would that would be so cool. But of course you know of course ugh. 
Oh God! But uh, I mean, they—they, they, I understand that they don't want to blow their load, and like Boba Fett will eventually be in the show. Mm-hmm. I guarantee. Like, you're not. Everybody's been dying for Boba Fett to come right. back, which is why he's come back in the the expanded universe forty five times. The old but, expanded universe. So far, you know, we haven't seen Boba Fett. The old expanded universe. New right. One. But you don't you don't hold a card like Boba Fett that you know people are gonna freak out about without playing it. Like why would why would you why would you not bring Boba well, Fett back? You're you're Disney. You're a huge money making corporation, right? You know, and all, the only thing you're interested in is money. Why would you not bring Boba Fett back? Because it's, I it's, think they're gonna bring back someone else instead. Now I don't want to say it here. It's a rumor I heard. Do you mind if I message it to you on Facebook? Uh, sure, sure. We might see this person come in at the very last moment because there's a there's a there's a moment where in, in the Mando's flashback when he's a kid that super battle droid's about to kill him. We don't see who saves him. Now, of course, we're supposed to believe yeah. that the Mandalorian saved him, but the rumor I heard is that that person saves him, which is going to tie in to the next Disney Plus show, which would be focused on that person. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. And, um, and it's already been confirmed that that yeah. person is doing that. They have the actor, and they are doing that show. Yes, yes, I know that that's mm-hmm. happening. But but still, it's like you know, it's like your TV studio, Fast and the Furious Six came out. You 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 had you earned a bunch of fucking money doing your fucking horrible shit. <laughs> why wouldn't you do Fast and the Furious Seven? Like, and then Fast and the Furious Eight. Like, why wouldn't like? Your your if you didn't do it, you'd be a bad businessman. Is is what I'm saying. So like, with Boba Fett, it's like, okay, we're Disney. We paid a quazillion dollars for Star Wars. We we need to get our return on investment. Like, why would you not? They were going to do a Boba, Boba Fett, Fett movie with Josh there. Trank, and then he did Fan Four Stick, and that kind of fucking bombed. And they were like, on second thought, oh, maybe not. Yeah, yeah, no, but it's, they're definitely going to bring Boba Fett. It's, I'm, I'm not saying, you know, it'll probably be in the Mandalorian. Maybe Mandalorian season um, two. Maybe there's a rogue Mandalorian yeah, out there and he has to like take it, him down. It'll be, it'll be a tease. It'll be a tease. But you don't design an episode like this where you go, oh, let's go to, let's go to, to Tatooine and let's talk, let's go out to the sand dunes with a guy in Mandalorian armor. Like, come on. Like, no, yeah, I agree with you 100%. I agree. Hmm. So what oh, would you wow. give this episode? I like I said for me my for me like a five is a below average, six is average, seven is above average. Look, I would, I I would, I would give it a six. I'd say it was it was entertaining enough. Um, I I thought Amy Sedaris's character was fine. Um, I I thought the newbie kid he he seemed a little off in in the universe for some reason, but he did. I, he was I think fine. I think it was because his acting was kind of. Eh. Everybody's been saying his acting was booty. I thought it was whatever. I, yeah. Well, it was it was fine. I mean, it's Star Wars universe. Everybody's acting is horrible. Um, and then Ming Na Ming. I I like the little twist where you think Ming Na is gonna manipulate the kid and then she gets killed. I thought that was a clever mm-hmm. twist. So props props on that because they got me. Like, the minute she was like, you know, and started doing it, I was like, oh, God, you're going to let Mulan, like... Wait, um, Mulan? That's that's who that actress is? She's the actress who's going to play Mulan in the, uh... No, she's the actress that did play Mulan. In the cartoon? She's the voice of Mulan. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Ming... Yeah, Ming-Na, Ming-Na I mean, she, she is most famous for, well, she's probably most famous for, for now, like, 
Mulan and ER, but she was in the Joy Luck Club. She's a um, she's a, a very and she's an agent of Shield. She's kind of she's a she's a, a big Chinese American actress for many many years. Um, but uh, yeah, so well you know it's good it's good it's good we're getting yeah. more more Asian people in there. I've always wanted Donnie Yen to be a part of the uh, the uh, Star Wars universe because I love him as Ip Man. Bruce Lee's uh, master. Have you ever seen Ip Man, the movies that Donnie Yen has done? No. Bro, no, Ip Man, no. great kung fu films. Holy shit. Uh, I've always wanted to see Chow Young Fat in this, you know. Uh, but, but they always kind of squander these characters, like these these actors. They really do. Like, like you got the guys from The Raid in Force Awakens, squandered. Donnie Yen mm-hmm. was like a blind kung fu guy who only did kung fu like once and then squandered. You know, it's like, eh, Whatever. Yeah, yeah, but Ming Na Wen. I mean, I, you I love guess, saying her name. You love I, saying her name. Oh, it just flows. <laughs> <laughs> Ming, Ming, Ming Na Wen. Um, she. I mean, she's she's an Agents of Shield, so I guess she's probably already has other commitments, so she couldn't she couldn't be on on Star Wars mm-hmm. uh, on a regular basis. Like when she showed up, I was like, ah, she's gonna die. You know, she she has she has her uh, she has her commitments. Like I said, I don't mind these characters of the day that we're having. I really don't. But I kind of wanted an arc. And what we're kind of getting is what we already get on the CW, uh, like networks like the CW and, you know, um, uh, Fox and, you know, stuff like that where we have somewhat of an arc and then we have fillers in between. This is really fillery. And I'm, I'm kind of disappointed. Shortest episode we got and it was filler. I, mm-hmm. And did he have to land on fucking Tatooine? It, there, there has to be a reason why he landed on That's Tatooine. That's what I'm... That, that, well, that's what I'm saying. It's got to be. He, they, I mean, they had to. You, you, they, they must know. They must know. I mean, going out to that area and then just not addressing it at all. I don't know. Okay, so like, I would <laughs> give it a, like a six, which is average for me. Uh, you said five was average for you. Is what is a six? Yeah, yeah. I no, I'd say it was slightly above average, and I'm saying that the the twist. Um, I thought that you know, I thought the actor was fine. Uh, that the 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 young bounty hunter mm-hmm. guy. I thought the actor was fine. I I, I enjoyed the twist at the end, um, and I thought Amy Sedaris was mm-hmm. fine. And so, I the only thing is the, the episode annoyed me that there were so many Tatooine references uselessly, um, just to taunt me. I was like, come on. <laughs> oh shit! Oh man. You've you've never played. I don't think you've ever played Portal. Um, I've played like one level of Portal. I, I'm familiar. The box with it. from Portal was in the corner, by the way, when he's walking towards the cantina. Yeah, so okay. they have like nice little Easter eggs like that. Which okay, fine, but uh, this show, dude, like it's it's weird because I was so hyped for Mandalorian and I was not hyped for Watchmen, and now I'm super hyped for Watchmen. Not as hyped for Mandalorian. I mean, Watchmen. There's just so much to happen, and there's there's so much to talk mm-hmm. about, like in every episode. I mean, here we're just like, well, you know, what's there to talk about? You, well, they they mentioned Tuscan Raiders <laughs> and the fact that like they might own the land, like and they 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 threw in a little bit of political uh, commentary with um, with m- mentioning the fact that you know he's gonna cross over their lands as if they're American Indians, you know? Some little bit, little bit of there. We're shown um, how to actually defeat someone on the high ground, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, 
distract distract him and come in from the of side. Course, yeah, that's sure. how you do it. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, yeah, this episode, yeah, whatever. Hopefully, the next episode will be better. I keep saying this, <laughs> this is every like, time. This is like the story. Uh, I was at a dinner party last night, and you know, obviously, the conversation always goes to what, what people are watching and. And ever, you know, it's like people. I was like, oh yeah, you know, I'm watching The Mandalorian. And people are like, oh, is that good? And you're just like, you just kind of shrug. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's fine. No one brings up Game of Thrones anymore at the water cooler. No, no, but you know, it, it's the same ones. Like I think everybody is talking about Fleabag. Everybody's talking about Russian Doll. Everybody's talking, talking about mm-hmm. Watchmen. Um, uh, everybody's talking about The Boys. I mean, certain certain shows. Uh, everybody's talking about Dairy Girls. You know, like certain shows like are, are really kind of stick out as exceptional. And then, then other ones are just kind of forgettable. I mean, Mandalorian's getting mentioned like, oh, have you seen it? But it's not like, no, I can't sit there and, and say, oh, my God, you have to see yeah. it. Like, you know, like like season one of Fleabag or something where I'm like, everyone should watch se- season one of Fleabag, you know. Oh, well, we'll see what happens next episode. I keep saying this all the time. We'll see what happens. I'm always, every time I go into Mandalorian, I'm like, okay, this is going to be the episode. This is going to do it. This is going to be the thing. Guys, thank you so much for watching. As always, we will see you next time with more Mandalorian. Have a good one.